Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Welcome to Daddy vs. Doctor. Here are your hosts, pediatrician Dr. Scott Cohen and comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Daddy vs. Doctor. Thanks for tuning in today. If you haven't already, please share this with five of your friends and uh, spread the word on Daddy vs. Doctor because we're getting great feedback here from a lot of parents uh, in regards to what we're talking about. Today's show, abundance of information here. We talked to comedian Tammy Pescatelli, old friend of mine, who uh, who has a, um, a 14-year-old son, Luca, she shares some thoughts in regards to him and his health. Also, uh, booger eating, booger eating, something Which, that somebody, everybody's dealing with that. I'm surprised it took 27 episodes yeah. to come up with booger and eating. That led us right into our taste test, Daddy snack. That segment, we uh, we try, um, don't give it away. Can't give it away. Can't give Just, it away. It's a cliffhanger, people. Yeah. It's a it, cliffhanger. But it's delicious. 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 Snack for daddy. Snack. So all that and more today on Daddy vs. Doctor. Let's do a bag. We're going to jump right in to the bag. All right, straight from the mailbag, we got Hello, Sebastian and Scott. Scott, I like that. I'm about a month from having my first child and curious if you have any opinions on diapers to use. I am thinking about going natural with cloth diapers and curious if you recommend that or not. Love the show. Thank you. Carmine from Nashville, Tennessee. Are there Carmines in Nashville, Nashville Tennessee? Well, I think we could put two and two together of why a Carmine is in Nashville, Tennessee. What do you mean? What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. What am I missing? Witness protection. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I'm. I'm sure there's Italians in Nashville. <laughs> uh, cloth diapers. Does that mean like homemade? What is that? No, it's not like tablecloths. Yeah, you can buy cloth diapers. There are services where you can buy them that, yes, they are cloth and you pin them together. Yeah, like, yeah. like homemade. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, I mean, yes. What you're okay. describing is homemade. Okay. Cloth. 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 Like you're wearing underwear, but you're not wearing underwear. Okay. They have like a pad and the whole thing. What do you feel? For me? Yeah. It seems- I hear cloth diaper. I hear... It's coming out the side. Yeah. It's not soaking up. Yeah. I hear uh, they're also got like a sage in the house, <laughs> right? You hear these yeah. people, I'll uh, not sure all. You also hear sage and they got no shoes on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't into it. Yeah. No, initially my feeling before going to practice cloth diapers was like it felt dirty because it just felt, yeah, not as hygienic as regular diapers that you could just throw out. I understand why people use it. And now I've seen a bunch of parents. I definitely have more people use disposable diapers, but I've had parents use cloth diapers and they work really well because the new ones actually what happens is there's like an insert, which is the cloth. And then there's a like a rubber part over top that buttons. It sounds so, awful. So, sounds awful. So you know why people do it. They no. say, they say, well, we don't want to fill landfills and worry about the trash and all uh, that. But the on. other argument is how, how do you clean cloth diapers? Huh? How do you clean cloth diapers? You have oh, you to clean them. You have to wash them. You throw them out. That's the whole point. The cloth diapers people are doing so they don't throw it out. They're not disposable. You wash the cloth. Oh, I thought it had something to do with maybe the chemical in the no, diaper no, no. itself. So they, they wash them. And then some people do services where they deliver them and pick them up. So we're talking water use and gasoline use for transport. So I don't know that one is so much more environmentally safe than the other. It's sort of your personal preference. Yes, I chose to do... Disposal. What disposal did you use for your kids? I don't know the the, the, the Pampers, the, Huggies. I don't know the name brand. Cottery. 
I don't know the name, right? It was copyright. Uh, we, we, we did try those for yeah, a while. Yeah. Um, little little uh, pro tip. We got plenty of landfills. Yeah. So you're, you're, yeah. So I think bottom line, personal preference, but you don't have a problem with uh, throwing out diapers. I don't think, I don't listen, have a problem with if, I were to t- if I were to take a poll yeah. across the United States about uh, if, if landfills. Yeah are a priority on people's Mm -hmm. charts, I would think 80% of the country could care less about throwing something out. Diapers, yeah. Would you you say? I I think probably Like in in the room. We we all want to be environmentally conscious, but yes, I get it. But diapers are fine. I I agree. Are are we we really sorting our trash? I think, think, uh, yeah. Don't you have three trash cans? Yeah, you're sorting your trash. You got the trash. green, the brown, and yeah. the, the other one. <laughs> Let me tell you. And the blue one. Me, yeah. You're not putting. I have those. In the I blue. have those. You're not putting. Okay. It in there. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I'm doing. I have in the house. Yeah. I have one trash. Okay. And we we just throw that out in the trash. Right. And in that trash yeah. could be plastic, could right. be aluminum, could be food. Yeah. It's everything. Right. Okay. Then stuff that's recyclable, like like boxes, large plastics or whatnot, go in that blue bin. And then yard waste goes in the yard. We're separating. Yeah, but I'm not separating to the point where if you go, if you drink a plastic bottle of water and you go, where does this go? I'll tell you, in the trash. Right. How many people are separating that make themselves feel good versus saving the environment? What's the percentage? Oh, God. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I feel like when I, I go to the grocery store yeah. and there's eight bins and it, and, and one bin <laughs> says confused. <laughs> I don't even know what they mean. Like some says waste, yeah. some says plastic, right. some says right. you know why is it right? Why yeah. are there medical waste here? Yeah, <laughs> at the grocery store. I just find it a lot easier for yeah. myself, and this could be selfish, and I have no problem telling you this. You know, people might have a problem with it. Oh, he doesn't recycle. Da, 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 da. Maybe we got people in this room going, wow, what a prick. This guy's putting plastic uh-huh. in landfills. Right. I'm just saying a lot of the times I feel like I make up for it in other areas of my life where people might not be doing what I'm doing on the other side of things. I'm not a perfect I man. I get right? it. Just I mean, throw right. the diaper out. What do we learn when when Lana puts you in the home? We're putting you in disposables. Bottom line. Yeah. Well, when I'm in the home, at that point, I'm not gonna know what I'm in. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Thank you, Carmine. Thank you, Carmine from Nashville. You've worked hard for what you have: your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss, and if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com/aware. Terms apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hi. Hi. How you guys doing? Oh, we're good. We, uh, we're just sitting around here in downtown Los Angeles taking people's calls and uh, talking about parenting and behavior. We understand that we got a booger eater in the house. And, uh, and this could affect his yeah. dating later on in life. <laughs> What's yeah, the? Yeah, it's uh, actually our daughter. It's the daughter. daughter Wait, sorry. So, so how old? Seventeen. So she just turned three. 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 Yeah. Um, and honestly, I haven't seen her do it as much in the past couple of weeks. So maybe it's a non-issue now. But I figured I would still talk to you guys about it in case it resurfaces. But um, but yeah, she just started 
everything that came out of her nose was going in her mouth and it's disgusting um, you know i'm not right? terribly concerned it's disgusting yeah <laughs> i mean i know it's, it's probably not harmful but um i just tried to redirect her with a, a tissue and tell her that doesn't go in your mouth it goes in a tissue uh, maybe that solved it but yeah. just wanted to get your thoughts it's pretty gross did you do this i didn't do it oh. uh I, would you admit to it if you did? I would admit to it. Yeah. We're very open here on the yeah, Daddy yeah. vs. Doctor show. Any peer studies done in regards to boogers uh, being harmful to kids, and why is this such a thing? I, I mean, yeah. what what is it? Just no, curiosity. I, I don't. I don't think overall it's dangerous. It's very common in this age group. It's you know something to do. Your nose is there. There's a hole there. You're exploring. You're testing things out. <laughs> It's absolutely yeah. disgusting. No, you know, um, but you know why we, we make is. mucus. Mucus is in, important. It creates a barrier for like germs and dust and things to get into your lungs. Um, and then in general, what it does is it captures that and then you either blow it out or swallow it anyways. Um, the picking component is probably the harder component or the more medical component we try to avoid because picking introduces bacteria that's on your fingers and under your fingernails. So you're more likely to get infections when kids are always putting their mm -hmm. fingers in their hands and their mouth. You can also cause a lot of irritation and get bloody noses. Um, but the picking and then the swallowing, other than it being maybe socially not the nicest thing to watch, is it going to cause a problem? No. And I think thankfully most kids outgrow it um, or they're, you know, they're, they're, they start seeing other kids, other kids are making fun of them and then they stop doing it when they're older. But I think you did the right thing. It's just redirecting without making it a big thing and saying no constantly, because the more you make it a thing, the more they end up doing it also for your attention. Right. But like when they're doing yeah. it, sort of taking their hand, giving them something to do with it, you know, pen and paper, drawing a picture. Um, and then it usually just goes away over time. Yeah. So Generally speaking, if there's a behavior that the parent is trying to redirect or correct, yeah. often sometimes I might come at that a little bit aggressive, yeah. going, you don't do that, yeah. use this. My wife <laughs> might, might, very, it. Yeah, very yeah, nice. Yeah. Is there... No, but both can work. Uh, uh, You're like smacking their hands out of their mouth. After a while, they're not going to do it around dad. They're just going to do it around mom. Oh, okay. No, no I, I think I, both can work. I often, I often sometimes edit my way of speaking to the kids yeah. because I think, okay, did that deserve that much volume? <laughs> you got, are you... Are you uh, are, do you tend to be... Um, you seem kind of soft-spoken, even-keeled. You seem like you I don't am. lose your temperature. Yeah. It, 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 temperature. Temper. Yeah. Um, temperature. Yeah. So The kids do that. I mean, though, yeah. I mean, I think it depends on the personality of the child as well, right? So I've, I've noticed now that our daughter is three, the more of a reaction she gets out of us, the more she wants to do it. Right. Like you said, so just try not to make too much of a fuss out of it and then uh, hopefully you get the result you want but I feel like we lose my temper at times when they get irritating you know she's never lost her temper no I mean I no, know, there's just, no way it's like it's <laughs> almost, my heart rate is like slow just listening I know it's it, great it's just amazing <laughs> how you could just have an effect on just the way you speak you're almost putting me into deep meditation it's just unbelievable <laughs> oh Thank you. Yeah, That's no, nice. It's, it's, I'm glad to hear that. Your voice is very abrupt. <laughs> I'm just and a little angry bit more. Yeah, like, hey, stop doing yeah, that. I stopped picking my nose this episode because you were yelling at me. So, you know. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. Thank you for sharing with us on Daddy versus Doctor. Appreciate your call. Thank you. And uh, we wish you the best with yeah. the burgers. Hey, Sebastian, I just wanted to let you know my husband and I are really big fans. We've, uh, We've watched all your Netflix specials, and we we actually saw you in uh, at Mohegan Sun not too long ago. So. Oh yeah, Mohegan Sun. Uh, that was uh, yeah. What was that last year? I think it was last, last October year. Now. Well, yeah. well, I appreciate but, it. Thank you for uh, for coming out to the shows, and uh, I got a I got a TV show coming out in the fall where I play a bookie on HBO Max. It's called How to Be a Bookie. It's a comedy, so hopefully you'll tune into that. And, oh nice! And you'll Definitely. see me. Uh, Acting uh, every day of his life. <laughs> Bye. 
All right, nice to talk to you. Take care. Thank you, guys. You got yeah, it. I appreciate Bye. it. Take Thank you. Care. Again, medical advice, right to Mohegan's Sun. Yeah, but that we was care good. less she about the boogers. That. We're that going good. right into the fact that they're big fans. That's good. I did something last night that I just want to interject here. I want to get your take on. We were in the car last night, the kids and I, and Serafina was eating a sandwich from Jersey Mike's. Uh, she was done with the sandwich. And what I notice about my kids is that they're, they're looking for immediate attention. Daddy, I'm done here. And I'm driving like 40 miles an hour, right? I said, just put it on the seat next to you. At a light, I'll take care of it. No, Daddy, I'll just put it here on the console. So she put it on the console. I said, it's going to fall off. Yeah. Sure enough, it did. And I said, Serafina, you know, yeah. and I got a little hot. She goes, you know, and then she'll go, sorry, daddy. I'm sorry, daddy. You know, she's very apologetic. All right. I talked to her in the bed last night. I came out to the living room and something told me, you know what, let me go back in. So I went back in. She was just singing a little song to herself. I said, listen, I got to apologize for for raising my voice at you. I, I don't think that was the right time to do that. And I'm sorry that that, that that was daddy's fault. Oh, it's okay, daddy. He gave me a big hug. I left the room. Now, my father never apologized anything. for anything. It, yeah. was, it was just, that's how it was. And then not that he was mean or at all, but like he would yell and that would be the end of that. And then... And, is there something to be said of parents kind of undoing a wrong? Does it make you weak in the in the eyes of the kid? Do they go, oh, daddy's daddy's soft? Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't. No, I, I don't. I don't think so at all. I think it's actually great because it's also teaching them that you can be wrong and admit to it. Yeah. I mean, look, people think. We know what we're doing. We're, we're going through this for the first time. Most of these circumstances as parents, like everybody else, and you don't do everything right the first time. And, yeah. and there are a lot of circumstances where I've said something to my girls where same thing happens. I leave and I'm like, why did I do that? Like that was so ridiculous for me to yell at them for that and act this way. That same thing bedtime. And I'm like, listen, I'm so sorry. And I've said that. I'm like, I, I'm learning to be a dad to a teenage girl for the first time too. I don't have all the answers and sometimes I don't say the right things yeah. and I apologize. And you hope that they're also learning that when they make mistakes, they feel comfortable saying it to somebody else, a friend, a parent or somebody else and learning for that. Yeah. And you're not doing it every time. No, no. it's not a weakness. No, yeah. I think it's a great thing. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, she shouldn't have put the wrapper there. That's not acceptable. Yeah. Unacceptable. So what's next, Sebastian? Uh, is it daddy snack? Daddy snack. Daddy, comma, snack. And we, we named it this because that's what Sebastian hears from his kids all the yeah. time. Daddy, snack. Daddy, snack. All right, what do we got? What do we got? All right. Ooh, this I'm excited about. We have Happy Baby Organic Yogis. Now, we are using these currently at the house. Um, what flavors? This is uh, Mixed Berry. Strawberry, banana, and mango. Yes. Now, um, either. 30 calories per serving. Yep. Uh, these taste a little bit like air. Have you ever visited the Air and Space Museum in Washington, D.C.? I don't do museums. Go ahead. Right. So growing up outside D.C., you went to the Air and Space Museum when you had relatives and school trips, and they used to sell space food, space ice cream. Have you ever had that? Mm. Comes in a silver pack. And it basically is, it'd be chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry, and it's a block with this texture, and it tastes just like this, like space ice cream. Mm. If you went to space, yeah, and you had to live on space food, yeah, with your appetite, yeah, do you think you could survive? I think so, but I don't know there'd be enough to get us back home. <laughs> That's what, like, if I'm in space, yeah. and they give me like, a, oh, this is your dinner, right, and it comes in a pack. And I eat it, and I go, I'm starving. We got anything else? And then they, they would say, no, we got to make it last. 
for yeah. a month. I, I think I would eat the spaceship out of house and home. I think they would have to Velcro me to the wall to keep me from the, from the pantry, yeah. which is the best flavor. Well, I had the grape. This is mixed berry. Oh, mixed berry. Sorry. There's no grape. I just looked at the purple. <laughs> no <laughs> grape. grape. This is mm. strawberry. So far, mixed berries, my favorite. Are you the type when you open up a bag yeah. that, that this is how I find it in the pantry? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> There's no like... Aaron yells at me that I don't put chip clips on correctly. That you have to roll the bag like mm-hmm. a toothpaste thing. Yeah. Then put the chip clip. I just... In the chip. And then it's flopping. And then when somebody takes it out, it's everywhere. I get a lot of ups, you know, people yeah. upset about that. Like the strawberry. And then the mango. And then the mixed berry. Okay, mine, mine is mixed berry, strawberry, and then the mango. I think these are a great option. Uh, they're portable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we often put them in a little uh, little bowl, like one of those um, kind of safety or child safety things where they have to... When they stick their hand in the claw. Yeah. The rubber thing. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. rubber thing. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't get a lot. Right. Yeah. You put the Cheerios, you put them. Yeah. The puffs, yeah. Yeah. Um, Five out of five rating for me. Again, the health benefits here. I don't know if uh, kids could survive off this. Um, but I think it's a nice in-between snack. Like you said, all the kids want to eat in the car. Mm-hmm. And what's great, easy to dust bust up, right? They're not ruining your your mm-hmm. your leather interior. Uh, they melt in your mouth. It's not something I think you don't think you have to worry about to, to melt. Like if you didn't have teeth. It's a long time. I, mean, I don't have a lot of saliva. It's almost there. Yeah, I'm still not there. And then it gets like a little thick and chewy. All right, about 30 seconds for an adult. No. For this to liquefy in your yeah. mouth. Yeah. Uh, for I a, like these. For, for a baby. Uh, and what what's the range on this as far as? Um, Six months and 60 years. <laughs> See, what's great about these, they work on all atrius because... You go from no teeth to no teeth. <laughs> yeah, you can give these to your grandparents too. I'm waiting the, next time I come home. to your house that instead of you putting out like the olives and the charcuterie board, you just put bowls of like little baby foods yep. for me. That for me to eat. Uh, that might be an op- that might be an option. And based on how much you are eating, uh, these we haven't had lunch. Lunch needs to come. No. Pretty fast. So because- that was the episode of oh this yeah the episode this is the segment yeah segment right, this is a segment called Daddy snack. Hi, oh. what's going on? So nice to hear your voice. Hello. Am I too loud? No, you are perfect, and I love the setting in the background. I don't know if that is, uh, uh, is that real, or is that, yeah. a, what is that? Oh, yeah, that's, well, that, I, because during COVID, I was getting sick because people would Zoom, and it'd be all messed up behind them, so I was like, just take a picture of your house when it's clean. So this is my dining room, <laughs> and there was no mess, so I don't get OCD and stare at the mess in the back. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh so hi doc hi nice to meet you <laughs> thanks for coming nice to meet you thanks for having me you guys no, i appreciate you. it thank you for coming on so tammy and i have known each other for probably over 20 years uh, excellent excellent comedian always love watching tammy pescatelli perform and i miss you uh that you don't live in los angeles i think you moved out to the east coast when you had luca i can't believe he's four is 14 years old yeah, he'll be 15 at the end of this month. It's insane. years old. Unbelievable. Uh, I wanted to ask you, as a touring comedian and a mother, how you balanced uh. the responsibilities of parenthood along with traveling? Because uh, I know I have my own struggles. Is there any advice uh, to you could give to people who are you know career oriented and also raising a family kind of how you managed both both of those things well that remains to be seen whether we're saving for college or therapy but i mean (laughs) it's one of those things that i i left la i think and i don't think you have to leave but because i knew what my job was i 
I had to really sit down and have a realistic conversation with myself saying, how am I going to be able to be a parent? Uh, when I got pregnant, you see a lot of young female comics now like on their specials. But as you know, Sebastian, when I came into the comedy store and told everybody I was like five months pregnant, I hit it because my agent told me my career was over and I had no marketable skills left. So I was like, okay, I guess we'll just go. I'll go somewhere where I can create a real village, a small little town where I can be the pivot and he can stay stationary. And my parents came to help me and I just insulated him with good people. And I wish I could stay home more, but that's the role of my family that I'm the one that has to go to work. And, you know, I just, I, I'll tell you what I do though, is when I'm home, I'm home. You know, like this call, he's not home. He's at school. I try to really let him know that he is my priority and I'm his mom while I'm in this small little town of Meadville, Pennsylvania, which is not the mecca of comedy. Um, but, you know, and maybe I would have had a better career and been able to provide for him better. But I don't know. I just that seemed like the answer to me at the time. It just 14, 15 years ago. It wasn't possible. I mean, I, one of my best jokes ever is when my agent said, a baby, what are you going to do? And I was like, never forget to take my birth control pill again. I mean, I don't, I didn't know what else to do, but surround him with the craziness of my family instead of the craziness of just random people. Well, it's nice. It's, it's nice to have that, you know, parents helping you know a lot of times especially in today's world you know people have maybe nannies or whatnot and they kind of act as maybe our grandparents used to you know like you used to have, uh -huh. you used to have the grandparents the aunts the uncles come over and help out mm -hmm. when you don't live near them you almost have to kind of bring them in yeah. as far as you know helping you raise, raise kids and it's nice to have that you know family connection right yeah. with the kids yeah and i love that you said you're the pivot he's the stationary that's a really good line yeah because i think la is very hard for one of those reasons that a lot of us don't have immediate family around us and the hustle bustle of this area and the craziness and and you need that stationary component to feel grounded as a child and feel safe yeah and it, it's it's hard it's hard mm -hmm. in lots of different cities um and that you were able you know to provide that is amazing yeah do you know what really, I'll tell you one of the catalysts really was, I was walking, I'm pregnant, I'm trying to walk three miles a day, trying to stay healthy. And I, of course, my mind is running a mile a minute because I'm a, a, a prepper, a planner, I got to have all this. And I saw what was clearly a nanny on her phone with a stroller at a crosswalk. And the stroller was almost in the street. And I thought, I will go insane. I'll end up in jail. Like, this is not, I have to, you can't pay someone enough to take care of your child to be you. You can have, we all have to do what we have to do to sacrifice. And sometimes you don't have the luxury of having family. And, but I needed to know that while I was gone at work doing the best that I could, that he was going to be safe. Now, it might have been easier if everybody else, then Sebastian, you had babies. Our, some of our other friends in the group all began to have babies shortly thereafter if I'd have hung out just a little bit. But also it was the um, the the preschool too. I remember thinking, okay, we'll start a preschool. And it was $40,000 for preschool. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, I didn't pay that for college. Yeah, it's crazy. It's funny you say the, the text messaging with the nanny. Um, what did it for me is I saw my mother pushing my daughter in the cart and she was texting and I said, we got to get a nanny. Um, <laughs> so it was quite the opposite with me. So I want to make doing this. <laughs> <laughs> the old, old Italian lady. Text. Yeah. There's a lot of one finger and the text <laughs> is huge. <laughs> Uh, so listen, you did a special, and I thought this was a pretty cool idea. You did it, and I believe, was it in the auditorium? Was it your high school or where you were from? Where where did you do your last uh, special? I went to my old high school. Okay. Um, now, 
I'm so old that a auditorium got uh, torn down and rebuilt. So I didn't actually, it was in the now high school auditorium, but it was kind of like, um, to me, I wanted it to have like that feel of, of just going back and kind of Napoleon dynamite. And I had a guidance counselor in 10th grade that when I said I wanted to be t- on TV, like I grew up in a little suburb dock of, of Cleveland, like this, just this little where no one had ever been on TV. And she was happy to tell me that and then laugh to a point which now at this age, I realize she must have wet her pants. But it was just like I was it, we weren't encouraged. OK, I mean, between her and my parents, when I said I wanted to be an actress, they just thought I was, you know, I might as well said I wanted to be an astronaut. When, when you look back at high school, how do you see it different or the same as your son going through high school now? Well, I was extremely social. And I think my son is social, but this is a generation that their social is completely different because they lost those two years. They can be social in their room. If we were in our rooms, we were bored. We were going crazy. We were, you know, the, I mean, I think I had to be in high school before I got a television, you know, and finally a phone when I was 16 in my room. I had my other conversations in the kitchen in front of everybody. So now they're social, even online playing games. My son connects with his cousins on a daily basis. There's, you know, people that he knows from different parts of the country. But me, I was out every every weekend that I was allowed to go out, you know, at a, at a party or, you know, I was a cheerleader. I was running around at things. And he he's social, but not not in the way that we were. You know, we had a group. There's always 15 people at my mother's house. I might have two or three kids here, you know? I miss that, right? Yeah, no. You know, people knock technology uh, as far as when it comes to kids. And they, they always say, oh, social media is ruining kids or uh, being online, video games, what have you. And, you know, uh, to a point, I agree. But you make a you make a, a good point that he's connecting with his cousins over video games. Now, for me to see my cousins, maybe it would have to be a family party or, you know, we got together for a picnic over the summer. The fact that he's available to do that on a Monday night and kind of like connect with his cousins over a video game, that's that's pretty incredible. Uh, But talking about social media and talking about screen time and what have you, were you kind of, um, I, I want to say forced, but was there pressure from school uh, that, oh, so-and-so's got a phone, mom, can I get a phone? Oh. Or did you go, no, not until you are 13, 12, whatever, whatever age he got it. What, how did you navigate those waters? Well, you know, uh, Sebastian knows my husband, Doc. My husband and my son are both named Luca. And Big Luca was like, oh, we got to get him a phone. And I'm I'm telling you, he probably was like five years old. And I'm like, yeah, no, he doesn't need a phone. He doesn't need any of that. He's okay. You know, we, we were, I wanted him to like uh, watch cartoons that you learn something. And, you know, we had all these, we had all these big parenting issues all the time. But I knew what I was getting. You know, I knew that I can't expect my husband to read my son a book when my husband's never read a book in his life. Like, that's not going to These are learn how to fight, you know. Um, but, yeah, we. what I did with my son is I did find that because of my travel, he probably got a phone a little bit earlier, but it was a very limited phone. I, w- I invested in one of those child phones that didn't have all the technology and the games and all that stuff. All it really had is that he could call me and he could call his grandmother and he could call his father. And so that way I was able to reach him if I was on the road or something like that in case I couldn't get a hold of somebody else. Because as we've talked about our parents, my mother wasn't always great about answering her cell phone. We had to work really hard though with, I, I'm in my son's business. Like, you know, I know every extra sock that comes in this house. Uh, I know the ratings on all the video stuff. I mean, he he has an outside life. He's a straight A student, God bless him. And he's a he's been in he's in football and he's in track. So it's not like he's upstairs. But when we talk about socials, we didn't we're not doing any of those um, Snapchats or anything stuff, for uh-huh. him because I know there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of people who aren't in their kids' business. And I mean, and it just goes back to my 
upbringing when it was, you know, I want to do it because Susie's allowed to do it. And my mother go, well, I'm not Susie's mother. Yeah. You know, um, we had a whole conversation just recently about uh, privacy. And I'm like, yeah, you don't get any. Um, there's just no, you can you can shower with the door closed and you can you can be upstairs and have your time. But don't, I'm not in, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't need to see him. We have doors and all that stuff. It's yeah, not one of those crazy, right. but I'm going to go through your phone. Like you shouldn't be doing anything that you shouldn't hand me your phone. I'm your mother and this is what we need to do. And we're going to have a conversation if we need to, because there are so many ways for kids to get in trouble that they don't even know that they're in trouble. You know, there was a incident at their high school where there was a young girl who clearly probably needed a little bit more supervision and took a picture of herself in a compromising position and was sending it somehow it got passed around and we had to have that conversation where immediately you delete that picture and you tell an adult because that can have legal ramifications yeah, for if you. you pass it forward that yeah. child pornography on your end just forwarding it to somebody else jesus christ so i mean yeah and yeah. it's scary you right and i had to scare him i mean you almost have to be and then of course on the other hand there's my husband going, you know, he at 15 years old, he would have loved it if a girl sent him a picture. But I'm just like, these are different times and you have to, you have to think so over stuff that is, it's bizarre, but, well, well, you, know, you know. She brings up a good point of being involved in your kid's life where a lot of parents, I believe, are not involved. They don't care. For example, the the uh, the parents that have the kid taking the the, the you know, whatever, naked photos of themselves. If they had some accountability at home, they wouldn't be doing that. So it makes it hard for the parents like Tammy, the parents like us. To, we almost got to like triple parent because nobody else is parenting their kids, right? So- uh, I, Agreed. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, what you did every step of the way is define expectations, right? Because we always get asked what age is the right age to start it. There's no right age. It depends on the child and maturity, but defining expectations. Like when you first got the phone, you would define the purpose of the phone was to contact me, grandparents, cousins. That was the purpose. That's why we're getting a phone. That's the only use of the phone. Then as he got older, you added functionality to what he was able to do, knowing in the background that, hey, just know we can see everything. We can check anything. So just know that because when a child knows that, then they're less likely right, to act a certain way if they know it. And it's something we talk to kids all about. I mean, you know, I, I joke, I, you know, we talk about three things on social media. One is, you know, the tone, you don't know the tone, you don't see their faces. So you have to think about how the words can make them feel. The other is that it lives there forever. So it's not just what people think of you now, but it's what they think of you for a really long time. So we got to represent ourselves in a positive way. And the third is these group chats that all the kids are on. And I tell every kid, I'm like, yes. the group chat, there's always one dum-dum and you're thinking about the person's name right now. Somebody who's being inappropriate, somebody who's talking negatively about other people and you have to remove yourself because nowadays that whole group gets in trouble. It doesn't matter if you were silent on that group, everybody's going to get in trouble. And yeah. a lot of times not mature enough to even know that they're kids. We, you know? we have these, I mean, I'm so blessed to be able to have like, Quite frankly, my son is smarter than my husband at this stage of life. It's not a joke. It just is what it is. We have better dialogue because my husband didn't grow up with dialogue. And um, we have these conversations where, I, you know, I've said, if you write something, as we all know, it's there forever. I said, but what you don't know is the world doesn't know how smart you are, how funny you are, how kind you are. All they're going to see is this written record of a moron. And it lives forever. Now, a conversation that we had to have, and Sebastian, you're going to have to have sooner than you think, is once they do get to be able to go on the internet, not everybody loves us. As entertainers, uh, there's a lot of love. And they see that when they show up to the shows sometimes or wherever they see that mommy, for you, daddy, are loved by strangers and that's nice because they immediately see what's in front. But when they get online, there's always idiots as we've talked about yeah. doc, right? And that's a hard comprehension. Why does that lady not like you? Buddy, I don't know. 
Like it's just everybody has a preference. That lady, we pray for that lady. That lady has something going on in her life that she would take the time. We have a lot of people that we're not fans of, right? I'm like, you don't like this one or this, but we don't take time to write bad things to them because we have other things going on in our life. So let's pray that they get a, a, a more full life so they can just not like us and walk past yeah. the computer. And it's it's a that's bizarre for them to comprehend that someone doesn't so like I, you. I never even thought about that because I know as personalities and celebrity, for the two of you, you're getting negative and, and you know that, uh, you know, tough skin, you've learned it, brush it off. But I never thought how it could affect, right, like a child mm-hmm. seeing that about their parent. That's really interesting. Yeah, and I try to keep them from all that stuff. Yeah. But you don't, you can't, I mean, like I said, he's going to be 15. You can't, you know, this didn't, this wasn't a conversation at 10. This was like in the past couple of years. And so those are all things. Then it leads to, you know, that anybody can say anything to you. That's their opinion. And you don't, you don't own that. That's their issue. They own that feeling. You have to know who you are. And I think that helps him as he navigates like through high school and we have my kid has a really really great sense of humor, um, and I think that helps him a lot. We also have conversations that he knows his mother's crazy. Like he went to homecoming for the first time this year in a group, and some of the girls had shorter skirts than let's just say uh, I would have liked. Now it wasn't up to me, but the girls <laughs> in the group, and I said, uh, "You have to find someone." that you bring into this house that respects themselves. This doesn't look like she respects herself. She may, I'm not shaming, but it doesn't look like it. And you know, in this house, everybody's gonna respect themselves. So it, those are, I mean, you know, I don't know whether I'm doing a good job or a bad job, but their conversations, more than my mother would have just thrown people out or made them worse. You know, my mother drew the, clothes on the trucking magazines with the cars because the girls are in bikinis so you know <laughs> that's funny now um I, I think you have a question for the doctor um our producers had said that you wanted to ask dr cohen something about yeah. luca um so i mean he's 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 my pediatrician and he seems to kind of know what the hell he's talking about so some, <laughs> some days or we just make it up and nobody if you say anything well, with a straight face people will believe you so it works out. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. And you have doctor in your name. If we say it, no one believes us. But if you say it, it's, it totally counts. <laughs> everybody thinks we could literally give a stock tip and everybody would think it was a joke. Or, you know, I mean, so here's what it is, Doc. Uh, my son, when he was probably in, I think, first grade, he was six, seven years old. He developed a a rash on his eye. And I'm just going to tell you the whole story Mm -hmm. and to where we are now. It was so really, and both, they'd be on both eyelids and we couldn't figure out. And we went to the pediatrician who happens to be a friend of ours. We went to uh, an eye doctor thinking maybe it was something. Then we went to a dermatologist. We had this kid marching around. Meanwhile, he's still getting good grades, but he's, he's, his personality is changing Mm -hmm. so much so that in in a kind way, but completely missed the target. His first grade teacher was like, maybe we should have him tested for autism. And you know, you're, it's my only child. I'm not above anything. Let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. Well, it turns out a very good friend of mine who people may or may not agree with certain positions, nor, and I don't all of, but I was working with Jenny McCarthy who said, he's got candida. It's it's one of the things that happens with a lot of kids um, that have an overabundance of yeast in their bodies, and it does affect behavior, gut, all kinds of skin issues. So we had him diagnosed, and sure enough, it was. Um, and maybe you can speak to that a little bit more to let everybody know, because I'm not the expert. But we did a lot of um, hit or miss. It's hard, Sebastian. The kids, uh, Italian kids, have a hard time with it because we, if we really do cook old school style with a lot of pastas. It's really tough because there's a lot of yeast and everything, but uh, olive oil and garlic are good for them as well. Anyway, we did a lot of the eliminations, process of elimination, have been able to handle it really well in his diet. However, I told you he's 14 going on 15. He's 
in football. He's trying to gain muscle mass. He's now doing, hearing all these people come in with all these protein diets and all this other stuff. And um, he's now, I'm just worried that he's not getting enough nutrients because of between the candida and the proteins and stuff. Is there a vitamin, supplements, some kind? What should I be making sure that he gets his nutrients? I mean, what what are the key vitamins at this stage of the game? Because I know that if he misses them right now, he's still in a crucial development stage. Yeah. Okay, before we get in, Candida, well, what, what is it? Is it hereditary? Is I mean, it's it- a yeast, but how was he diagnosed? I mean, was there an, he went to an allergist and they said he has allergy? Yes, we went to an, yes, we went to, we finally went to an allergist and they, they did blood work and it is hereditary, at least in my husband's side of the family. Some people develop a thrush in their throat. Some mm-hmm. people have a younger kids to get, get when they get thrush, like the white coating of the tongue or the yeah. But that's it, in babies, uh, my husband always had. had if you test my husband on a random Tuesday, he tests positive for um, strep throat. A lot of people have it and they just don't know it. It's a really undiagnosed, but it really leads to a lot of irritability. I mean, it, it really affects everything from the gut to behavior. So um, yeah. I, I just want to make sure that through all of this, that we give him what he needs. Yeah. And have you seen a, 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 is is he on the minority side with this? I, I, yeah, I really haven't seen, I have to be honest, I really haven't seen much of this. I mean, you can be allergic to anything. And when you go to an allergist, they test for a panel, everything from molds to grasses to things. So you can have allergies and that can affect how you feel. Um, so not, I'm not saying specifically this, but a, a myriad of things. Um, yeah. And it's hard because I don't think, you're not going to like my answer. I don't know that there's like a, a take this multivitamin and you get everything you need because in general, healthy kids eating a well-balanced diet, which is, I know a catch-all, but are going to get the nutrients they need. We don't see in our populations, vitamin deficiencies, thankfully as much anymore growing kids. Obviously you want a um, calcium intake, which is really important. I don't know if he does okay. dairy. Um, he or, can't with the candida. You can't, but we do green, an almond. Yeah, green leafy vegetables, things like that. Yeah, with with calcium in it for strong yeah. bones and muscles. But you know, and taking a multivitamin is fine. I have. I have to be honest. I don't know that. I feel that kids who take multivitamins are more likely to be healthier or be less sick than kids who don't take multivitamins because naturally they're getting in their diet. So. I think, you know, obviously the foods that you're feeding him, he's athletic, he's exercising and sort of that combination, but I don't have a secret. Yeah. Take this supplement and it's, it's good. Yeah. You uh, don't come on. I God. know <laughs> well, we can make a lot of money. Let's find that supplement. Yeah. Well, how does it, how does it affect behavior? What, what is, yeah, I, I, I have to be, I don't, I don't know. I usually don't see that. You don't, with, yeah. With allergies. Well, I can yeah. tell you tell from me, just yeah. my son and then speaking to some of the other mothers, because here's the one thing about technology now. The moment something happens to your child, you dive right in, right? Like you go right down the whole rabbit hole because this has probably been around. I'll be honest with you. It's probably what the problem was. I have a brother that probably had this exact thing, but they diagnosed him as hyper. And, you know, it's really behavior. He's, he implemented this diet. He feels like he's calmed down a lot. Um, I mean, but he's also uh, 43 years old, so it's about time. And he also lives in my she shed, so he has no choice but to eat this diet. Um, but he, it's the breads, the, the they don't want to sleep, their, their irritability level, they're multi-hyper-focused, um, almost obsessive on certain things. Uh, it really... It, it just really like I saw the change come over my kid. He wasn't this child. And then all of a sudden he became this other child where he, you know, he just he became a little antisocial when he was in this classroom. He just was focused hyper that he had to have everything perfect. And then the more we were able to dive in and detox. Now, a lot of people say, too, that it unfortunately and if you want to talk about parent guilt, um, he had a really bad uh, uh, cold uh, flu infection uh, down to actually had croup. And um, when he was probably two and we gave him a couple doses of antibiotics, 
some people have said yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know that I would blame that because, I mean, kids Good. take Thank antibiotics all the time. Don't blame yourself for that. Um, yes, when you're on antibiotics, it can change your gut bacteria. And yes, smaller babies, you'll see yeast infections and things like that. But um, antibiotics are well handled in kids, so typically doesn't cause overgrowth of harmful things lifelong. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you had we had no choice. I mean, that yeah. ultimately, if that, that's what it did, that's what it, even yeah. if that were the case. Yeah. I mean, nah, you know, blame yourself. I any choice. That's good. Thanks. You can't blame yourself, right? <laughs> that's on. why I'm here. It makes you, uh, Sebastian, send me a copy of this so when he blames me, I'm yeah, going exactly. to, like the doctor said, it wasn't me. Oh, uh, well, listen, Tammy, thank you for for, uh, for checking in with us. We know you're a busy woman, uh, not only professionally, but personally. S- tell thank both Lucas I said uh, hello when we miss you dearly here in Los Angeles. And uh, next time you're in, please uh, don't hesitate to give us a shout. It's the same. Say hello to your wife. Kiss those babies for me. Doc, hey, so nice, nice to, to meet you. Me. Thank you. I love to watch you shine, brother. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. So um, just something on that, I'll yeah. just add. Um, there's separate from allergies, like an actual allergist testing for allergies. I think a little bit of what's going on here. There are some doctors who test different levels of different quote unquote toxins in your body and then equate those things to certain symptoms. And I don't know that in all cases that we really know medically that that causes that, you know, a true cause and effect. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it may be a little alternative, some of the things we're talking about. Obviously, if we're not causing harm, right, you want to change diets and and you see symptoms improve, wonderful. And it sounds like that happens. Um, I just think there are some times where we investigate things and things can be out of the limit of normal, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's causing a problem. It. Um, so that's, I think, maybe what's been going on. So you don't think the kids got candida? No. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know that. I mean, but look, she saw an improvement in symptoms. I just don't know uh, exactly all the, the the stuff that went on around it. Not something common that I see. Okay. I've never had in, in twenty years that, and maybe I'm missing it. So okay. Yeah. Thanks again for watching and listening to Daddy versus Doctor. Now, people were asking, you know, do you have socials? Sometimes, uh, you know, they can't catch the show. Maybe they want like a quick segment. We do have. We tell them. Uh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> we, we tell them. Go to our Facebook. All right. Go to our YouTube. Go to our Twitter. It's all uh, Daddy uh, at Daddy versus Doctor. Uh, on our socials, you'll see some fun clips, some behind-the-scenes footage. I believe there's a photo that was recently posted of Dr. Cohen burping me. Share with your friends. Share with your family. Tune in for Dr. Cohen's wardrobe choices next time on Daddy vs. Doctor. The opinions expressed in this program are not intended as professional medical advice, as a diagnosis, as a treatment protocol, or as a substitute for professional medical advice from your physician. Please consider your own medical history and consult with your own physician for your specific health care and or medical needs and about your concerns for yourself and your family.